What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. What if kittens break the clock each Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we're starting off with a... Why is that music playing? Because it's a Guilds and Goblins day, Mr. Eric. Guilds and Goblins? The tabletop role-playing game we made up that lets kids and grown-ups play together and uses real dice rolls to help us have off-the-cuff adventures? Yeah, exactly. So what are you doing in our game, then? Your game den? This is my studio. Yeah, but you're basically like a big brother. So what's yours is mine. Um, having grown up as a little brother, I can promise you that the what's yours is mine rule doesn't really apply. Yeah, and I got about 30 siblings, and honestly, I lost count. But I can confirm we're not all the best sharers. Hey, Lola Rabbit. You're here too. And I'm just waiting for Zizi to introduce me, but she still hasn't arrived. Hey, Scully the Squid. Okay, you all get cozy. I will check on Zizi, I guess. Oh, hi. Hey, sorry I'm late. I got into the advanced magic after school program and there's just so much homework. What are we doing tonight? We're playing guilds and goblins, Zizi. Oh, boy. You forgot we were playing, didn't you, Zizi? Yeah. You don't have an adventure planned? No. That's no problem, Mr. Ericle GM. Well, I've never really been guildmaster to this group before. Then I'd say it's about time, huh, Mr. Eric? Um, but I don't have an adventure planned either. Hey, don't worry about that. You tell off-the-cuff stories. This is just an off-the-cuff adventure. Come on, go for it. Uh, Lola, I'm not really sure there's the same thing. I, I, well, I still at least need a what-if question. To- oh, here's a patron question from Keelan. I should have never given you my computer password. Keelan is age nine and asks, what if there was a giant space chicken? <laughs> okay, I have to admit that's an awesome question. And that does give me an idea. Oh, I'm so excited. But I made this character I was going to introduce you to, and maybe I can just player instead. Great idea, Zizi. And I just found a secret question from a listener named Silas that I think is going to round out this story adventure perfectly. But let's introduce our adventurers first. I'm Skelly the Squid, and I play Skull and Bones, a skeleton and trickster who can rearrange their bones. They sacrifice their magic ship in a bottle, and even their feet bones, to help their team of adventurers escape the trumpet of travel. My name's Zack, but I play Zachamedes, the goblin egg chanter. My eggy spells helped protect us from a magical storm, as we got people from all different guilds to finally work together to escape the little world inside the trumpet. I'm Lola Rabbit. My character's called Lolandra. She's a bunny and a nature mage. And she's ready for anything as we escape the trumpet of travel. Because we were told there might be trouble back on the other side. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And I'm Zizi Jamaloo. 
I usually play the GM, but I'm going to introduce my player when we start the game. Excellent introduction with a little recap flair. I like it. Now let's find out. What if there was a giant space chicken? Plus a secret question from Silas that we'll hear at the end of this two-part adventure. You each hear a blaring note as you get blown out of the trumpet of travel, back into the workshop of the master tinker. More and more people keep getting blown out after you, and it's everything you can do to just keep hustling people out of the workshop before you're all crammed together like a bunch of sardines. It seems like you kids are just in time, said Thorn, the goblin water warrior, who'd been working along with the Master Tinker to get them into the Trumpet of Travel. Yeah, and we basically are huge winners and we did everything right, so just tell me you kept the unicars away. I wish that we could, but I'm afraid they have us surrounded, said the old Master Tinker from somewhere in the crowd of people, jostling to get out of her workshop. Why can't anything ever be easy? You have no choice but to keep shuffling people outside to make way for Fox and Wolf, the last two creatures out of the Trumpet of Travel. And then you see... The trumpet crumples and rusts, looking like every last bit of magic has been squeezed out of it. Oh, I thought maybe we could use the trumpet to travel everyone away from here. That would be a good idea, Zachamedes. But I believe the days of the trumpet allowing free travel from one corner of the kingdom to the other are finally over, says the Master Tinker, poking her head out from underneath the furry wolf. Well, if you ask me, the guild never deserved the trumpet in the first place, says Thorn. Well, we may as well go outside and face the music. Yeah, and maybe meet my character finally. I know, Zizi. I haven't forgotten about you. Zachamedes, Lolandra, and Skull and Bones. You step out of the Master Tinker's workshop, with Thorn right behind you. You don't see a single unicar in the air. Okay. Because they've all landed on the ground, opening their rear doors, and ushering all the various guild members inside. Zagamedes tries to stop everyone by shouting, uh, Hey, hey! We're not sure we can trust these unicars! Yeah, they tried to blast us out of the sky! Skull and Bones, you get everyone to stop briefly, but then you all see, and hear, something a little different approaching. Zizi, would you like to describe yourself? Alright! You see what appears to be a turtle shell, but with something like helicopter blades spinning from the top of it. It's flying loudly through the sky, and then comes in for a windy landing before poking her head and arms out of her shell. She's very big, and wears thick, circular spectacles that make her turtle eyes seem even bigger as her propellers stop. You see that they actually resemble hands on a clock. Hour, second, and minute. Cool, Zizi! And all over her shell are scrawled beautiful equations that none of you can quite understand from a distance. This strange turtle pilot approaches you all and holds out a clipboard that's pinching a fat wad of paperwork. My name is Turtok. Pronouns she, her, says Turtok. I'm gonna do a character voice. <laughs> cool, Zizi. Nice. Zizi, you are a representative of the Underlows, and your job is to gather up the heroes of the trumpet and take them to your leaders. Lolandra says, hey! If you was sent by the Underlows, we don't want to have nothing to do with you. Oh, I think you do. 
My masters, the Underlows, heard that you were trying to save all the guilds, and so they sent these many unicars to escort the guild masters back to their towns. Then why are you here? Turtok is here to take you to my masters, so that they may properly reward you for saving all of the guilds. Can I try to sniff out if I think they're lying? You can roll wonder to get a sense of them. I don't roll wonder or any of that stuff. I just roll a d20, remember? Oh yeah, Skull and you like keeping it simple. So just roll that d20. Here we go. I rolled a nine, but didn't you say I get a couple of free hearts every game? Well, yes. In fact, now that the party's higher level, you get two free hearts. We leveled up? Don't worry, we'll get to that soon. Okay, then I'm gonna re-roll. Nice, that's a 17. Skull and Bones, you met a lot of turtle people in your day, and you have a pretty good feeling that she believes everything she's saying. There's also the matter of this contract, which guarantees that I and each of these unicars will make every effort to safely deliver you to your destination. Zachamedes, you can tell that these forms are magically binding. Well, then I guess we trust her. Very well. Hop on board. Turtok pulls her head, two legs and an arm inside her turtle shell, and with her one remaining hand, she waves you in to follow. That's weird. I take a peek inside her shell. Yep, it seems like when she pulled her head in there, it was replaced by a staircase. I see weird things every day. I walk on in. You walk inside and find yourself looking at a very neat workshop. A giant turtle arm seems to stretch out from the wall and point at three chairs for you to strap into. The helicopter can be a bumpy ride, so fasten your seatbelts and let's go. I'm gonna stay outside just long enough to make sure all the unicars take off safely. It takes a little while because the unicars are magically cleaning up everyone and then shrinking them down so they can all fit inside their back seats. But yes, they all hover up off the ground and take off in different directions. But with your knowledge of the various guilds, each of them seems to be headed toward their respective guilds. <sighs> I still don't like it, but I climb in the turtle shell. Helicopter. I buckle my seatbelt. Zizi, you take off. Now normally your helicopter only allows you to fly for an hour a day, but the Underlows had a special potion delivered to you along with your orders, and this potion would give you the fuel to fly for days at superhuman speeds in order to get to a secret location halfway across the world. I take off and fly as fast as I can. I want to complete my mission with no complications. Well, I'm afraid the what-if question is going to be a bit of a complication for you. Yeah, what else is new? You're flying over the ocean. It's been a full day since you started this journey. But Turtok, you find you're able to fly even in your sleep. And so you are ahead of schedule. Is there any way I can see what's going on from inside the shell? Why don't you roll learn? Yeah, dice rolling. 15 plus 4, that's 19! You find Turtok's workshop to be incredibly well-stocked, and you're able to fashion a periscope that can safely poke up through the middle of the propeller and look all around outside the turtle. Alright, I'm gonna keep a lookout for a while. And it's a good thing you did. With a 19, you do see something approach you from even higher up in the air. At first, it looks like some kind of cloud, 
but you soon realize it's not moving like any cloud you've ever seen, and it's headed straight towards you. You each have a round to do what you will before this strange cloud is upon you. I want to conjure an egg shield around us. You crack open a rune-carved egg, and through your periscope, you see a thick blue egg-shaped shield of magic form around Turtok. I can't do much jumping or whipping with those propeller blades, so Lelandra's just gonna try to blow wind at our backs to make us fly a little faster. Your nature magic doesn't usually affect air, but if you use a heart, I'll let you try. Alright, that's fair. So why don't you roll wonder? On it. 9 plus 4, 13? The whole workshop seems to rattle, but you do feel yourselves picking up speed. Well, I lost my ship in a bottle. And I never even got back my feet bones. But I'll try to turn myself into a skeleton cage around us all to protect us while inside of the cockpit here. And I'll simply wind up time and try to get us going faster. Ah, time tinkering is no guarantee, though, Zizi. Roll learn for me. Indeed. That's a natural one. Plus four. (laughs) I'm afraid not much will help that natural one. Turtok. You're nervous. You want to impress these people. And this is your first big mission. So as you're turning your timepiece, trying to escape this strange flying cloud, you see instead that you've made it twice as fast. Brace for impact. I'm sorry. Zack, the last thing you see before your periscope explodes is the giant snapping beak of a strangely adorable yet deadly three-eyed space chicken. Not quite. Lolandra's wind does help you get pushed, so the space chicken doesn't hit you head on. But going at lightning speed, it still crashes through Zakamedi's shield spell, slamming into Turtok's shell and rattling all of you around inside. Skullin and Turtok, you each take one hurt, but everyone else is unharmed for now. Turtok, get us out of here! I engage in evasive maneuvers. Roll dare. 18. You needed to roll very high because this space chicken seems to want to capture you and bring you back somewhere you probably don't want to go. But we get away? In a manner of speaking. Turtok, as you slip out of the grasp of the space chicken, your clock hand propeller hurts its talons. The space chicken flees. But with your damaged propellers, all you can do now is tumble toward the ocean. Can I raise another shield? And can I try to make the water sort of reach up to scoop us gently? Yes, but it's going to be hard to focus while you're free-falling. So I need each of you to still roll dare. That's my strong suit. Eleven just squeaked it out. And I got rid of my penalty now that I leveled up. So, that's a natural one. Oh, no. I'll try to protect everyone again. Just strap yourself in, Scullin. You're already hurt. Okay, I fasten my seatbelt and hold on tight. Zach, you do raise an egg shield, but you're falling so far and so fast that you know you're all still in trouble. Lolandra helps the water soften the blow, but the egg shield bursts. You all take two hurt. That means Skullin and Turtok are stunned. Yep, Zach and Lola, the turtle shell workshop is filling up with water. Turtok's not swimming. And Skullin's just a pile of bones. I'll start bailing water, I guess. And I'm going to climb out of here and try to swim us all to safety. Roll dare. 
that's an 18. Lola, you turn into a big wear bunny, and with your athleticism and your nature magic, you help the floating turtle shell reach a distant shore in the horizon. And Zack, you keep sculling from floating away, but it looks like a shipwreck inside this workshop, as old seaweed shells, driftwood, and rocks have washed their way in. Zack, you're able to climb out of Tortok's shell with all of Skellen's bones before the four of you pass out on the sand underneath the hot sun. And then you wake up to the sound of sniffing. For a second, you think you see the big gray timber wolf from the Trumpet of Travel. But as your eyes come into focus, you see that this wolf is different, more like a werewolf, standing on two legs and hunched over you. Its body is a tangle of brown fur, and its canines are longer than your thumb. Who is Thumb? Well, yours, Zack. I'm just a goblin. That's not very impressive. I'm a big turtle. Are its teeth longer than my thumb? Uh, yes. It's two front fangs, canines, are longer than a turtle's thumb, which turtles don't usually have thumbs. I'm trying to describe a scary monster. Oh, yeah, go ahead, you guild masteriness. Scare away. The werewolf looms over you. Its great clawed arms outstretched. And it says, Looks like you've run afoul of the space chicken, eh? <laughs> well, never you fear. The big bad wolf is here. <laughs> Will our adventurers escape the clutches of the big bad wolf? We'll find out next week. Hey, good first adventure, Mr. Eric. Thank you, Zizi. I couldn't have done it without you four. And you sure four players isn't too much for you to handle? I mean, it is a lot, but I'm trying my best. Hey, you said we leveled up, but we never got to show our new powers. Well, some of your new powers will be earned and exhibited in this adventure. But you each got to increase, dare, learn, or wonder by a die. And now I'm even better on wonder rolls. Yeah, I added d6 to dare rolls now, no big deal. And Turtok has some power she hasn't been able to show yet. Well, don't you worry, we'll get to play more next week and learn a little bit more about Silas's question. Though I can tell you one thing, it does involve a big bad wolf. Well, Keelan, thank you for your question. Folks at home, my kids favorite musical artist, Miss Lynn, also happens to be the producer of my show. And she's doing two upcoming live shows. The first is Saturday, May 21st at World's Fair Park in Knoxville, Tennessee. And the second is Tuesday, June 7th at the Chapin Library in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. These are can't-miss shows, so if you're in the area, please check them out. I'll link to Miss Lynn's website and calendar, or you can just go to MissLynn.com, that's M-I-S-S-L-Y-N-N, and find out for yourself. If you want to learn more about guilds and goblins, or just enjoy over 200 ad-free episodes, you can check us out at patreon.com slash whatifworld. JF Cat here to meow out Desmond. He's a big fan of the show, and he also loves dinosaurs and Legos. Aw, Cal loves Legos and dinosaurs too. Desmond's baby sister is named Marceline, and she also listens on morning drives to school. And I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, my producer, Miss Lynn, Craig Martinson for his theme song, and all you kids at home who know that every adventure is a toss of the dice. But it's always going to be a lot more fun if you roll with your friends. And until we adventure again, keep wondering.
this is 